BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. We are in the midst of releasing best of the show episodes while I embark on a personal digital detox to hopefully heal from all these ailments that I've been struggling with, from chronic Lyme disease to chronic fatigue, mold poisoning, and more. So this is episode seven of some of our absolute favorites of all time on the podcast. I dug deep and far back to make sure we didn't release anything too recent. All of these are from at least a year ago, if not more. And today's episode is with the beautiful Lacey Phillips, manifestation advisor and the founder of this incredible method of manifestation that has changed my life personally and many of you as well. And it's so funny because I find myself saying as I record all these intros for the best of the show episodes, this person changed my life. This person changed my life. And I just feel so lucky and so honored that I have been introduced to so many people through the podcast who legitimately changed my life. When I say that, I'm being totally genuine and totally real with you. I wouldn't tell you someone changed my life if they didn't impact it at all. Um, Lacey's manifestation methods have inspired me in countless ways. I feel like I have called so many things into my life, whether it be manifesting Trevor Hall onto the podcast right after I said that he was my dream guest and then he's been on three times. Um, oh my gosh, manifesting all sorts of things like writing a movie, which I decided to not do in the end, but it was manifested from a vision that I had in Kundalini. And everything I've learned from Lacey has only enhanced my manifestation abilities. So it's really cool. During my digital detox, I will be doing Lacey's reparent workshop and shadow workshop and probably a few others. You'll hear us talk about these workshops in the episode. And I just want you to know that if you do any of Lacey's workshops, anything on her website, freeandnative.com, you can use the code BLONDE at checkout. That's B-L-O-N-D-E. It will give you 10% off of any of her courses and workshops, which are quite affordable when it comes to the manifestation world online. And you're getting so much good stuff out of it. Um, 
one of my really good friends, Jillian, who's been on this podcast before. You've heard her in episodes with Marianne and with Jenna Zoe on human design. Um, Jillian has done Lacey's workshops and found them super beneficial. Jill is not very woo-woo like I am, so that tells you something. Um, So enjoy, explore it. We'll talk all about them in this episode and all about what Lacey does. And before we dive into the episode, I would love to thank our sponsor for today's show for Sigmatic. So many of you know for Sigmatic is the mushroom coffee brand that if I say changed my life, would you guys start not believing me? I'm just kidding this time, but not really because mushroom coffee has totally changed my life. It has helped get me off of coffee, which in many ways has helped heal my adrenals, my thyroid, makes me way less jittery, um, has really drastically reduced inflammation in my body and all sorts of other things. So just drinking mushroom coffee, guys, which is made of all sorts of different adaptogenic mushrooms from chaga to reishi to cordyceps to lion's mane. And if all these things sound really foreign to you, you're not alone. There's a lot to learn about the mushroom kingdom and why these adaptogenic super herbs, mushrooms, fungi are so good for us. So Four Sigmatic has really cool educational programs on their website where you can learn all about why adaptogens and mushrooms are good for you and why they are really, really good support for the body, anti-inflammatories, etc. My favorite Four Sigmatic product forever and ever is Chaga. Um, Many of you probably know this now if you've followed me for a while because I drink Chaga on the daily and... I think it's delicious. It tastes really roasty like coffee and I like to mix it with coconut milk and a little bit of hot water, cinnamon and blend it up with a really juicy date. I love dates and drink it in the morning like a little chaga elixir. So you can head to foursigmatic.com and use the code blonde for a great 15% off discount. And if you want to just make it even easier, you can just go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde and shop. You can see all my favorite things on my landing page and shop everything from chaga to mushroom coffee. They even have little K-cups that you can put in your Keurig or your coffee maker if you have one at home. I got my parents hooked on that and that made a really good Christmas gift. So I hope you enjoy Four Sigmatic long time favorite, favorite brand, huge supporter of them. Taro, the founder has been on my podcast. If you want to learn more about mushrooms and I hope you enjoy, let's head into this episode with Lacey Phillips. Okay, guys, I am sitting here with Lacey Phillips. Hello. Hi. And she is the founder of Free and Native, a manifestation advisor and someone who has been so highly recommended for this podcast that I had to check her out myself. And the second that I went to freeandnative.com, I saw why and thought, 
A, I want to do everything that she does. She's so cool. This site is beautiful, aesthetically gorgeous, and just kind of everything that someone would want when they're looking for someone to manifest with. And then I listened to you on every podcast that you've been on this year, which you manifested into your life. We'll have to talk about that. And basically fell in love. You're from NorCal and you're an Aquarius and you're here today. So say hello to our Soul on Fire listeners. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for all of those kind words because it's just such a reflection of you and your great energy. And I'm so grateful to be here. I was so honored when you asked. And we have some great mutual friends in common. So We was, do. Yay. We have Sophie, who was episode three of this podcast who now is having a little girl. <gasps> Which I knew the moment. Oh my she gosh. she really early on and I was yeah. like, I it's a girl. Oh I my know. God, you knew it was a girl. That's so it. amazing. Yeah. Yes. I'm so happy for I her. I know. Which she manifested. Yeah, she completely manifested because she has her two little boys. Yeah. And then Ashley, Ashley, who when this episode comes out, I think Ashley will have been two weeks before this episode. Yay! Oh, I'm so, so hers happy. comes out this week. She's, she's magical. Yeah, she's so magical. Uh, well, you guys will already know how ma- magical she is. By yeah, everyone listening, you you know. And if you haven't, then check out Breathwork 101. I just named the episode. Ooh. So, Lacey, I like to start by asking people not what they do, because we'll get into what you do and inevitably we'll talk a lot about it. But what do you like to do? Ooh, for fun. For fun in your free time. Yeah, my favorite things, honestly, on the like being such an Aquarius, and I'm sure you as a Libra can really uh, resonate with this, but more than anything, I like to be alone. <laughs> oh my God, me too. And you might want to hold this closer to your mouth, by oh, the sorry. way. Yeah, just saying. I love to be alone too. Yeah, and so alone doing anything. It could be in nature. It can be on the go. Those are my favorite pastimes is just complete utter aloneness to be in my thoughts and my mind and just completely checked out because I feel like I have I don't know I'm sure you do as well but constant pressure and constant schedules around me so that's my big thing and then the other thing I have a lot of endocrine issues so my other happy go-tos are just massive self-care which I practice so much of all the time (laughs) What are some of your favorite self-care practices? Well, it's really uh, extensive in a lot of ways. But so, for instance, we just wrapped up the holiday weekend. And so for me, instead of going home this year, I decided to take the time to fully, fully rejuvenate myself because I've been so spread thin these last two months that, for example, I went to see like an Ayurvedic consultant and then I mean I did so much that I feel kind of bad saying it on this because not a lot of people can do that in such a short right. amount of time. But I don't think you should feel bad because okay, this <laughs> listenership is very interested in this kind of okay. stuff and good. if they don't have access to all of it they can manifest it for their future. So totally. it's still really fun to hear. And nobody needs to pack it all into one weekend like I did. So I did that. I did two massage sessions so I go just to the now which is here 
that place. And then I have a wonderful Reiki healer that I see who's here as well, and her name's Laura Elliott. And so she does all sorts of stuff on me because we're preparing for pregnancy. So she does a womb massage and that, and I'm doing a lot of castor oil packs right now, which if nobody's doing that, it is by far the most nourishing thing I've ever done. Tell us what it is. Done. Like everybody has to start tomorrow. <laughs> so I, I want to. <laughs> so basically it's castor oil. It's been around forever. I'm sure many listeners have heard of it, but it's just simply massaging castor oil into your reproductive organs. So kind of all throughout the stomach. I do liver, pancreas, and then the reproductive organs. And then you'll put a towel over in a heating pad or a hot bottle. And for 30 minutes, it just sits and soaks in. And it's the most detoxifying, like far more than any infrared I've ever done. It's incredibly detoxifying. So I'll wake up the next day with the most incredible skin. It's really relaxing before bed. So I have far deeper sleeps. I can feel a lot moving around in that area. But if you are preparing for pregnancy, it's recommended to just break up the old tissue or if you've ever had PCOS, the tumors that are not tumors, but cysts. So you, it wouldn't be recommended if you have a tumor, but it's to help break down those cysts and release anything there that might be in the way. It's to bring all the blood to your uterus and your eggs for really healthy eggs. So it's a great body prep for pregnancy. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Do you know if it would be okay with fibroids? I, it's actually one of the main things, especially in Chinese medicine, that they use for that because fibroids, you get all of that tissue. And so it's beautiful at helping to break that down and detoxify and soften it. I just learned that I have a baseball-sized fibroid uh, um, that I'm kind of looking into seeing what to do about it and what is the best thing to do about it and where it is exactly. Wow. Um, How did you learn? I had an ultrasound yeah. from my gynecologist, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't been in a long time to a gynecologist and he just decided to do an ultrasound when he was checking everything else out. Amazing. And as he was down there, he said, oh, I have to tell you about what I'm seeing. And immediately, oh. I've never heard those words. I've been knock on wood so lucky yeah. with health my whole life. So when he said, I need to take a second and tell you about what I'm seeing, I immediately Freaked shot out. up. I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, you have a fibroid the size of a baseball yeah. on your uterus. And this is a whole other story. I was in the process of getting an IUD, which wow. I didn't really want, mm -hmm. but it's for other reasons. Yeah. And he explained how that could complicate the IUD. It could push it out. It could complicate pregnancy. It could complicate once you're pregnant, cause miscarriages. Totally. And so, of course, in hundreds of ways, I started panicking. Yep. And if anyone listening anyone yeah, has a fibroid also or anything happening on your Just uterus. Just know how common this is. Yeah, too. it's so Don't common. Freak out. Yeah. Um, it's something that I want to learn more about and talk more about. So hearing that this, castor oil yeah. um, pack or what would you call yeah, it? Yeah, that's the traditional can help. castor oil okay. packs. Nightly. Well, I'll tell you kind of how it goes, but also another herb that I've always heard is wonderful for fibroids or fibroid. How do you say it? Fibroid? 
I don't know. I yeah, just, all either. I know is I, I have a fibroid I and just, yes. now, and then I immediately emailed when I got home and said, I want to get it removed. Uh, and my functional medicine doctor is like, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't. don't get it removed. Yeah. There's so many things we can do. Yes. So yes. And chickweed's an incredible herb for that. Chickweed? Too. Yeah. Are you a big infusion drinker? No. So we have you're so just much like to talk blowing about. my yes. mind. This is so fun. <laughs> so I don't drink much water. I drink inf- herbal infusions instead, which is something I talk about on the blog a lot. So it's worth a Google. But at freeandnative.com, yeah. everybody. <laughs> this will change your life because for me, I require a lot of minerals. When you have endocrine issues, especially anything with the adrenals or the liver, the first thing that can sort of suck up and go or not be as absorbent are minerals. So I tend to find that I'm very parched unless I have very mineral-rich water. So something even like spring water doesn't happen to be as mineral-rich as I need it to be to feel quenched. So therefore, I started, I'm an herbalist as well, so I started really like getting into the infusions. And one that's a really common one that I drink, just a standard, is nettle red raspberry leaf, which again, for your uterus, might be really good for that. It's worth looking into because it's toning for the uterus and it's helpful. But nettles is like, when I started drinking nettles, my hair just turned into a lion because of all of the B vitamins and everything that's in it. So it's so nourishing. And then while preparing for this, I have a healer in New York. Her name's Chloe Garcia-Pons, who is just the most next level healer I've ever met on the planet. She's on, and if anybody's ever heard of her on this, they'll be like, oh yeah, Chloe's that. And Chloe intuitively too turned me on to two herbs, which are chickweed as well as violet flower, violet leaf. And both of them are like, like chickweed is notorious for breaking down if you do have any cysts or any fibroids, it'll help to break that down and dissolve it. Like Susan Weed talks about a patient of hers who had one that was the size of like yours, very big, just breaking that down and going away. So it's very hopeful. And it also is very, it'll eat away like any extra fat in your body you don't need and help you dissolve that. Nobody wants to hang on to that. Nobody needs it. Like lymph cleansing, yeah, blood purifying. So it's worth looking into. Wow. So where can we get these herbs? So there's a few places. I personally, my favorite herbs I've ever found are in New York at Flower Power, which is on 9th Street. So I legitimately, and they're so old school that it's not like I can hop online and order. You have, they won't take your credit card over line. So I have to call and be like, two pounds of this and yada, yada, and then they'll ship them out. But it's nice because I'm supporting a small business that's stuck in the 70s. So, and then another place people go often is Mountain Rose Herbs, or honestly, if people don't have access to that stuff, like there's nothing wrong with ordering on Amazon Frontier or whatever. And you can just type in organic chickweed, organic nettles, like nettles is the, like, it's very drying for people who are too dry, but otherwise I'm like, everybody drink nettles. Watch, watch what happens. Wow. So now we have to talk about the fact that you're an herbalist. I didn't know that (laughs) unless I did when I first started stalking your site Mm. and then I became obsessed with everything else that you do. But I know that you have a thing about when you hear something three times and then it becomes like you must listen to that, which you can get into so that everybody knows what I'm talking about. But you're my third or fourth time now of the herbalist thing Mm. within the last week. And because I'm 
kind of feeling called toward that. So yes. I want to hear everything. How did you become oh, wow. an herbalist? What yeah. is this? Tell tell us everything. Well, the first thing I like to tell people, because I did a program, but I like to tell people there's no certification for herbalism or there's no legit, you don't, California or the states don't require. And that's a really beautiful thing, actually, because it does keep it as homegrown medicine, which I appreciate. You know, there's doesn't seem to be red tape around it or all these qualifications that can make people feel insecure. So I like to empower everyone and tell everyone they're an herbalist in a lot of ways. It's just so our innate nature. So I encourage people, I'm like, go pick up books and start teaching yourself. You don't, if you don't have the means, you don't have to go to some fancy school. Or if you have someone in your community that's an herbalist that you can mentor with, that's a beautiful thing. I personally did a program, but I know of one here that people seem to really like, which might be cool for you to check out right away. And I think I want to say it's called Gaia, not in relationship with the vitamin company, but I think they're out in Topanga or Calabasa. Have you heard of them? Uh, No, but it seems like the place where they would have those kinds of programs. Yeah. And what I've seen, I'm even interested in like refreshing it. I think herbalism too is a lifelong study, unless you're around the plants constantly and always with them. I think that it's something you can learn forever. So I've been looking into their program as well, but it's like the perfect place to just learn 101. But a great great people to look into now if you're curious about it are my favorite herbalist is Susan Weed. I love her. Are you familiar with her no. work? Oh, she's magic. Not she yet, but me. as of right when we're done yeah. talking, I will be. <laughs> You'll stalk it, yeah. which you can find her YouTube videos. Um, the other really famous one is Rosemary Glads. I mean, there's so many famous, but I'm th- talking about like the ones that you can access like on YouTube. And they're all, they all have plant names. They all have. <laughs> Weed, Rosemary. like herbalist stage names. I don't know. That's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Rosemary Gladstar and Susan Weed are like perfect people to start with. Just on the internet, they both have fantastic books, series of books mm. out there that you can start researching. And then it goes so much deeper that you can get into. But like I tell people, empower yourself, especially if you're going to be a parent. You can legitimately conquer so much just within your kitchen at home. You know, like when I cut myself, the first thing I reach to is lavender. So I can, it'll drop some lavender in to kill out the bacteria. And then I'll throw on some cinnamon instead of a Band-Aid, which will stop the bleeding. You know, there's just so many quick fixes that are in our kitchen that we can work with. And you, I, I'm actually trying to think of the last time that I didn't use herbs for something. I, I try to encourage everybody, just learn what you can if you're interested, because there's so much within our power that we can heal, as you know, on our own. And like these are even great starts for you. Also, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but Woman Code is a fabulous start for you too with this process of healing that and all the things that go with any kind of endocrine or reproductive issues. Yes, absolutely. That's all such good information to have. I'm sure everybody listening can relate in some way or another to hormone imbalances, endocrine issues of sorts. Uh, And I know that that's something that you talk about and that you have experienced. And is that just your body or were you, I mean, my background is that I was a plant-based vegan and kind Mm. of 
turn myself off course because that wasn't for me, but I did it for so long. So did you have a similar experience? Yeah. So I find, I mean, these are going to be all of my own personal theories because all I do is sit by myself and theorize things and philosophize. So I'll get into that. But I think that so many things play into imbalances. Obviously, I'm a big believer in the mind first. There's obviously genetics. Like, let's just start with that. And then environment. Let's take something like Los Angeles, which is so xenoestrogenic. We have so much pollution and estrogen flying around to throw us off of our hormones constantly. I've never heard the word xenoestrogenic. <laughs> Does that just mean estrogen in it the air? Us, yes, exactly. From plastics, from like burn off pollution. Yeah. And somebody who's dealing with something like fibroids would most likely have a lot of estrogen, extra estrogen flying around being estrogen dominant or low in progesterone can be a really big thing for that. That's me. And most women are that. And especially something that I like Ashley and I will talk about a lot are air signs. I feel air and fire signs because we're not as earthy and grounded as let's say water and earth, especially if we have a lot of air and fire. It's a lot. I tend to see more of them dealing and struggling with this stuff than I do my super earthy friends who can like have three matches a day and drink any champagne that they want and like whatever, you know, where I can't get away with any of that anymore just because it, it's not possible yet. Do you drink coffee? Nothing. (laughs) Matcha? No. (laughs) What's the point of living? Like, thank God for bananas and avocados over here. I know. I should be with you. I shouldn't drink coffee. I know this for countless reasons, but I do. Yeah. Because I love it. And I understand. Like, I was actually a weirdly lucky person that I never, ever got into the coffee movement. I haven't ever even had a full cup of coffee in my life. Yeah. So it wasn't ever something I had to give up, luckily. Yeah, that's good. It's so I was like that until I was like 23. And then I started (laughs) drinking it and have loved it ever since. so much ritual around it that people enjoy and connect. That's what I love. Yeah. Just like, like a nice glass of champagne. There's like in the holidays, I crave it or a fancy scotch or something but my body's if I do that forget it for a week I'll have to be trying to especially because I'm I have liver issues pancreas issues and then adrenal issues which all play in together and feed off of each other they're a cycle that it's like I can't even afford to if I have caffeine I have a great like little Instagram story once I did of it when do you know who Desiree Pius is in New York I've heard her name, but I don't think I know she's what wonderful. she does. She's a Kundalini teacher. That's why I yeah, heard her name. She's lovely. But we were having tea once and we went to this little spot in the East Village and the guy handed us our teas, but switched them. And she had ordered a green tea and I had gotten like something herbal. And I had a sip of hers and I can tell right away when it hits me because it's like my blood sugar will spike, all the cortisol and my adrenals will go out and I'll crash instantly, like within 30 minutes. And then I won't sleep all night because all of my rhythms will be off. So it's like, I can't even afford to kind of mess up. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. But if I could, I would be doing all the things. So you have a sensitive (laughs) 
like really sensitive Beyond. system. It's like people are like, I have adrenal fatigue. And I'm like, oh my God, give it another seven years and not understanding what you had and taking it to the max. That's me. Like ashwagandha yeah. was laughable seven years ago for me. I'm right. so far beyond all of that. Wow. I know it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. So I, I can relate being a super highly sensitive person in every single way, but definitely my system, my body, my adrenals. So, and yeah. back to plant-based as well. I'm like you. And in fact, I don't know many of my air sign friends who do thrive on even, I was raw vegan for, I mean, I've done it all for a year and all of that stuff threw me so far out of whack. It wasn't until I started eating meat medicinally again, making sure my blood sugar levels were completely balanced. The moment I wake up within 30 minutes, I have to have protein to stabilize that blood sugar. And then every two to three hours after, and then I can get into plant protein like after cortisol starts to drop off. So around 2 p.m. or so, and then I'm fine. But my body is like a beautiful, I don't know, barometer to see like what our real blood sugar looks like. Yeah. You know, so I'm right there with you. It really messed with me as well. Absolutely. So you have animal protein in the morning. Is that like eggs or what is it that you go for? It varies. So as long as it's animal protein with something very fibrous, so, or veggies and fat, like that will help break down everything slowly and stabilize my blood sugar. So this morning was um, spaghetti squash with some tomatoes with a scramble, or it'll be like salmon and sweet potatoes. It can kind of be anything. Yum. I know. It's so it's not tasty. your standard breakfast, not really, but it sounds really good. Yeah. And I honestly do just listen to my body when it comes to that stuff is there's not a lot of rigidity other than like my blood sugar levels have to be stable. It's the first thing that'll throw everything out of whack so good that you know all of that yeah, now. Thank God. And it took you, <laughs> how, when did you start learning all oh, this? It took me so long. It's crazy because when it all first started happening, I think I was around 26, I want to say, is when I started noticing. And at 27, it, it had gotten kind of bad. And that's when I was in the like raw vegan phase. I was like, this must be candida, you know, just like the crazy shit we all figure out in wellness. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what actually really was a big trigger point for me was I started to get psoriasis on my legs. And I noticed and I was like, oh, this has to be candida. That's what's going on with, you know, it's all the bullshit, which makes me so sad when people first stumble mm-hmm. into wellness because there's so much misinformation. And I tell people, test, don't guess, like, just go test like you, you, even though you didn't have symptoms, but now you know what you're dealing with, with a fibroid. Mm -hmm. Now you can go figure out holistically as phase one, what you can do to start healing it. So I'm like, if you know, knowledge is power. And I know not everybody's in the position. I certainly wasn't for a long time where you can afford to guess. But actually the incredible Dana James, the nutritionist mm, turned her. Do you, I love mm-hmm. her too. She's wonderful. She turned me on to this incredible health share, which is called Liberty Health Share. Have you heard of it? No. And so it does make all of this a lot more affordable. So it's kind of like an insurance plan, but it covers so much more 
and wellness and like chiropractors and osteopaths and naturopaths. Yeah, which is usually such a fortune out of pocket. So I'm plugging that if anybody feels like they need that support. I think it's 200 a month, less than what most people pay in healthcare, and it'll actually cover tons of that for you. So uh, what was a real trigger thing for me where I started to go, this actually might have something to do with my endocrine system was the psoriasis and it would only show up on my legs. But I noticed when I went to France for a month, we were at like a little farmhouse and we were only on well water and it went away. And then I noticed when I was at my dad's house, which is a ranch outside of Yosemite, it's also a well, it would always go away. And so to me, I started to make the connection that it's mineral. Like there's something in my body's very depleted in minerals. And then I started to notice when I would go to hot springs, it would get better. So I knew that it was actually minerals as well as sulfur. So that like glutathione, is that how I say it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is very sulfur rich. And I think it's part of the bee family. I think so, if I'm not right, if I'm not wrong. I don't know. It's in my kitchen. (laughs) We we can double check. (laughs) Very liver supporting and cleansing. Uh, But I started to make all these connections between B vitamins and minerals, essentially, that a lot of my conditions would improve. And then I was so lucky to stumble onto Woman Code, who... It was actually a person at Clean at the time who works for that program, and they wanted me to potentially work with them and, you know, featured on the blog. And I was like, oh my gosh, I could never do your guys' program because I, I have to eat animal protein. And they they were like, I don't think what you're dealing with is candida or anything like that. It sounds pretty endocrine There's actually a woman you should check out, which is Elisa Vitti. And I read the book and I implemented it right away. And I saw such a difference within a month. I yeah. have to read that book. You know, it's crazy. I've heard about it so much. I have a couple friends who are walking billboards yeah. for that book. They love it. Yeah. And... I just haven't. I think I'm I'm going to read it right away. Everything yeah. you're saying, I have, I don't know if it's psoriasis or eczema. Yeah. I'll have to show you when yeah. we're done recording. So many places on my body and it's getting so confusing yeah. because I have no idea what the root cause is. So I think that's so smart that you drew it yeah. back to mineral deficiencies. That's that's some inherent intuition I wisdom. Don't know. Like, I wish it was something I never had to figure out. Right. Well, yeah, if only you didn't have to. But yes. I, I'm kind of astounded because I, w- I don't yeah. know if I would draw that connection. And what's interesting with you as well, you're probably going to find a lot of solace in that book because it sounds like for you that even if we just look at Chinese medicine, like number one, anything to do with the skin primarily is with your liver. So, you know, it's going to be really powerful for you to, that book is all about like blood sugar stability, really keeping your liver cleansed and nourished, (laughs) like eat healthy fats and a lot of them if it works well for your body, because that's where we build cholesterol and, you know, that's what feeds our hormones. And it's all about just trying to get that all back on balance. I do have to tell the listeners that it was phase one for me, even though I do credit it to like the structure of the lifestyle I live. My issues are so much more extreme than most people that I've had to go on and work with so many other people and try so many other things. But if somebody's dealing with just some simple imbalances hormonally, like acne or weird PMS stuff or normal PMS stuff, we're not supposed to naturally have PMS at all. So if anyone's just dealing with anything that they feel 
I believe the glandular system and the lymph system and the nervous system control everything. So I totally implore people to go check it out. It can do so much to help everyone get sort of on track. And if their issues are deeper, what are some of the other things that you've explored? Okay, so some of the biggest for me, I work with this like very out there next level healer in LA, um, which is on my page. If people go to Free and Native, they'll see staples at the top. And when you click on that at the very bottom, there's a page called Healers. So it'll be everyone I've worked with and or people that I work with the most consistently. And this one guy, he started as a chiropractor and he knows what he does is so out there, but it has been one of the most transformative things I can say that's gotten me into a place of balance. And so what he does, oh my God, guys, get on the edge of your seat. When I try to explain this to people, they're always like, huh? <laughs> so what he does amongst many things, but like the biggest thing he does is he brings in the frequencies of angels. <laughs> oh yeah, this is not crazy to me <laughs> <No>. or my <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Good, because it has like, Oh my gosh, I have so many stories from him. It's outrageous. But the woman who turned me on to him is actually my Vedic meditation teacher. Her name's Jack from the Broad Place. And so I have to share her story and I hope it's not too personal or she won't kill me, but she struggled with asthma her whole life. And one of her teachers actually sent her as a gift when she was in town from Australia and she was wonky from like having just been to Dubai and Europe and all of these things. And so he said, like, this is my gift. You go just see my healer. And so she goes. And when she walks in, he's like, OK, you've had one baby. Here's a scar there. What's this? Is it asthma? It's asthma, isn't it? And all like just really starts to call all of her stuff. And that's how he works. And so he does all of his things on her. And by the end, he was like, I know that this is going to sound scary for you because she's had asthma since she was three. She's seen every specialist. He was like, after today, I don't want you to use an inhaler anymore. We healed it. You don't need it. And the steroids are killing you. And so as someone who's like had to rely on an inhaler for safety and health all of their life, it's a really scary thing to trust and go into. And she did. And I think now I want to say it's been four months. She's never had to use an inhaler again. Yeah. And so like when she told me that, I was like, oh, give me his number. I don't care. I'll try anything. Uh, and then the next follow-up she went because she wanted to check him out before she headed back to Australia. She was sitting there and like to paraphrase the whole story, a guy's kind of there next to her and, you know, she could tell he wanted to engage and she's like, yes. And he's like, have you ever done this kind of thing before? Like seen this person? She's like, yeah, you know, last time I went, it was crazy. This is what happened. And he was like, I know I did a Skype session with him. And he was like, I don't, I mean, I don't do those kind of things. <laughs> you could tell this was all really out there for him, but he was like, he did something to transform my body. And the reason why I came was because my friend with cancer, he healed his cancer in three sessions. And so I was like, give me his number. I don't care. And he has like a one month wait list. He's expensive, but it has been so transformative for my body like the last thing we're trying to figure out is my blood sugar stuff because I feel I don't know if this will ever really heal for me until I can go live on like a desert island for six months where there's no adrenal yeah. stimulation so that's been one really profound thing another thing for me has been B vitamins B vitamins make all of the difference and again like testing to see where you're low but especially B5 and B6 for me and I discovered that one day because I accidentally, without knowing, I just wasn't thinking. I took three, 
by accident. Like I had thought I didn't take whatever. And I was like, wow, I feel so much better than I felt in so long. Wow. And I was so deficient. And, you know, especially nettles has a lot of B vitamins. So I hit it hard with that. That's been really transformative for me. And um, Vedic meditation changed a lot for me because it's two times a day for 20 minutes that I have to, I completely relax my nervous system and adrenals. And that's like Vedic does so much for you. It's also called transcendental meditation. They're the same thing essentially. Uh, but it stabilizes your blood sugar levels when you're doing it. It removes your stress. I mean, it just does so much that that was really powerful when I started to use that tool where twice a day, another big thing recently, because I've had a few, I'm not going to call them miscarriages <laughs> because I wasn't fully implanting, but I, I call them like I've been fertilized, but not fully pregnant because it didn't implant, uh, but I've had five of those. So for me, like a big thing I did is I cut my schedule way back. I started saying no to a lot of things. I was so overextended and next year is going to be an even bigger version of that. So that was really transformative for me, just knowing that I could do that and take the time to rest. Um, yeah, there's been so many things. Eating meat again has been massively transformative. Obviously, I get the cleanest version. I try to eat the least amount that I have to in a day, but it has been my medicine. And I always feel conflicting about that, which I'm like, is that really helping? Am I really integrating it if I'm like right. telling my cells that I'm sad and I don't want this, but I'm eating it, you know? So there's a confliction there, but it's endless. Like, Self-care. Abiyangas, that's huge. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> huge for like relaxing my right. system. Yeah. Nasty. So Herbal oil, Ayurvedic massage. Yes. Have you done Panchakarma? I have. I've So I've done the fasting, but I haven't had the full treatment. And I. so we may go to India this next year, mm. my fiance and I. And I'm like... If we go to India, all I want to do are like go to every ashram and do every yes. spa treatment. Uh, that's <laughs> what I want. I know. I medicine. want that. Well, you could also look into Surya Spa in the I Palisades. Love, I know. That's She's magical. My that's where you did your local place to do Panchakarma. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, Poppy and Someday Carrie, if nobody knows her, she does incredible Ayurvedic treatments as well. Ooh. Oral, if you're more oh, east side. Yeah, that looks really pretty too. Yeah. Well, of course, I'm talking about yeah. like on Instagram. <laughs> it looks really yeah. relaxing and the very pretty tub. photos. That, yeah, yeah, totally. I need to go there. Oh my goodness. I know. And now my brain is like... <laughs> On this loop, especially because who knows if I will be able to go to Bali tomorrow because oh, of this volcano. Yeah. Um, I'm like, maybe I could do a punch of karma. Maybe I can go to India. Maybe I should just stay just here. Go to and, India. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's the whole reason. Right. There's a reason. I know there's a reason. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're the person who came over as I'm receiving this information <laughs> of my flight has been canceled oh. because... You reminded me everything happens for a reason. And rejections project, you know, protection, all that stuff. Right. But yeah, but it's such a rejection. I'm like, I've been looking forward to this trip all year. I can't. I would be freaking out. Well, I can't I even position. believe the devastation that oh. I feel because usually anytime a trip is canceled and you probably feel this way because mm -hmm. we sound similar. I'm 
pretty happy usually. Yeah, me too. Always. Like, thank Friends God cancel. It's I, awesome. have, <laughs> I have time at home. I don't have any plans because I've obviously blocked out my schedule to be gone. And thank God yeah. I couldn't be happier. Yeah. And for this trip, I don't feel that way. Aww. I was so, look- well, I'm still looking forward to it because it's still happening. Yeah. It's just not in the way that I planned. The control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you'll see. I'm sure magic will come out of it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know. We'll update you guys, the listeners, because know who knows? Then. Yeah, you'll already yeah. know because yeah, I'll Instagram. be posting like crazy. <laughs> so I'll either be in Bali or somewhere else magical. Yeah, I have. I know it's all going to work out the perfect way. Yeah. I mean, as it always does. Yeah, completely. Okay, just a brief interruption from this conversation with Lacey to talk more about Lacey, believe it or not, as Lacey's business, Free and Native, is a sponsor of this podcast episode. And I'm so excited to tell you guys about some of her offerings and some discount codes for you on her site. So first of all, you should know you can use the code BLONDE at checkout at freeandnative.com to get 10% off of any of her programs from reparent to shadow to manifesting money to manifesting a partner to her formula workshop, which is like her big one. And I'm excited because during my digital detox, I am diving deep into Lacey's work and basically doing all the reparenting over here. And I can't believe what an impact it makes, how conditioned we get and programmed. And Lacey's work is all about deconditioning us and reprogramming us to go inward into our intuition. So you know this from listening to Lacey on the episode right now, but she's an amazing manifestation advisor that specializes in unblocking low self-worth. Her business is a woman-founded, women-run business that is completely zero waste. She is not your typical woo-woo manifestation advisor. Her process is rooted in neuroscience and she has all sorts of workshops on her site from childhood reprogramming to calling in money and calling in your partner. She teaches all about tapping into the subconscious through deep imaginings, a form of hypnosis, which we talk about in this episode. So I know you guys know what I'm talking about. And the workshops only take 20 minutes each day. They're super approachable, quick, accessible, affordable. You can do them at home. There's tons of testimonials on her website. So go to freeandnative.com to learn more. Use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think. It's the new year. And the new year is such a good time to invest in yourself and focus on yourself and dive deep into manifesting. So if you're looking to call more of what you love and need and desire into your life, I highly recommend these programs, these workshops. And when I get back, I will tell you all about my experiences with Reparent and Shadow, Lacey's amazing offerings. So let's dive back into this episode with Lacey. So I want to get into what you do as a manifestation advisor, because I think this is the most powerful work ever. And your process is very different than other processes. So tell us about your process, how you found it, and 
I was also thinking we could maybe do like a few minutes of like a miniature session or something so that people could see what it's like. We can try. It we can takes, try. It takes time. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's like miniature, but yeah. um, we can try. And if totally. not, we'll just have you back to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so open to it. Cool. But yeah, so my process, like you said, it's so different. And the reason that I figured it out is because I had tried all of the other processes before that most of us try, which were kind of failing me in a lot of ways. And they were asking a lot out of me or us that is very hard for us to just jump into and understand, like think positive or get into the vortex or already act as if you have what you want and all of that. So what I started to learn and discover is for manifestation, I believe that all it is is your self-worth aligning with what you're calling in, your subconscious self-worth. And so that can be towards anything. And I believe that everything comes into our life as a mirror to reflect back what we need to grow in terms of self-worth or it's our manifestation or it's here to align us and knock us back on our authentic path. So the way I discovered it as I kind of over an overview that I just said is I tried all the things at 17. People who have listened to any podcast are probably so sick of this story. But uh, at 17, I was an actress and a model here and it was going okay. But we had a family intuitive that told me, if you want to control your future and manifest, go buy this book, The Game of Life and How to Play It and read it to a T, follow it to a T and you'll manifest everything you want. And I was so poor that I was like, I'll do anything. Okay, sounds good. And I'm a Capricorn moon. So I like really structured and followed and did it all and not much would happen. And then I led on to like all of the other books that we're aware of and like The Secret and the Hicks books. And Though, and uh, The Course in Miracles and all the things that people use for manifestation. And they all still weren't serving me. They were still asking for a lot of that spiritual bypass, which was be happy, think positive and get what you want. And so I finally started to realize, I'm like, God, I'm a really good manifester, but never in those ways. I'm really powerful at calling in partners and crazy things like a $300 apartment in the Echo Park Hills, just all sorts of wild stuff that I would call in and manifest. So at 25, I threw it all away. And I was like, I'm really going to watch what I do when to see what's happening to make it show up. And so I did. And it was kind of a five-year process, honestly, maybe four because I had to go through some trial and tribulation to understand what was equating what I wanted. And the basis, number one, I started to realize was anytime, and I encourage anybody listening to just think back on their experiences, but anytime I would step into my power or leave somewhere where I had been small. So for instance, if it was a, if it was a relationship that I had been small in and I wasn't getting what I wanted or treating myself well when I finally got the courage to leave, bam, something would show up or a lot of great things would show up. Or if it was a job or an apartment, or if I would turn down something that was coming through that I knew I didn't want, but I was kind of afraid to not do it, but I really stuck with my guns, a lot would show up that I was asking for. So I started to go, oh, there's a whole self-worth component to this. Ah, so it's not... And I do like to tell people when it comes to more of the spiritual bypass, think positive rhetoric, like if you grew up in a super um, 
abundant family and everybody was really functional and happy and everybody really encouraged you for your authentic self and your dreams. And, you know, your parents had a great relationship with their own worth and were successful in their own right. You would probably naturally be a really good manifester at those ways of the thing positive because there's not a lot of unlocking you have to do. But I also like to say on the flip side of that is every single one of us has experienced shame. Every single one of us, period. I don't care if it was, I'll walk my, and that's why it'd be kind of hard to do it here in person because I usually throw people under hypnosis for a long time to get yeah. some subconscious answers from, because everyone will be like, my life was great. My parents were awesome. And, yeah, and I'm like, this is nothing to do with your parents or any of that. But I believe that we manifest from the imprintation of our subconscious that we molded from the ages of zero to seven, if I'm being generous, 14. So everything we were witnessing, we were taking in as a fact. And anything that was reflecting back to us where we weren't loved or good enough, we were throwing that into our shadow because it wasn't helping us to survive and feel loved. That's where we have limiting beliefs and low self-worth. If we grew up in a dynamic that had a lot of those, there's a lot of unblocking that needs to happen and a lot of expanding that needs to happen, which I'll get into in a minute. So if you're working with me or doing any of my work, you'll often go, oh my God, everything really does stem back to childhood, <laughs> like everything. Uh, and why that is in my, like the research I've done and my beliefs is that it's our limbic brain, right? It's the brain that takes on anything. It's like if we, it's our prehistoric brain. If we go back to, we touched a fire and it burnt us. Now, anytime we see something like that, a fire, we associate it with hurting us. Uh, so like, let's say that you grew up or someone grew up in a family. I always use the same example. So let me think of another um, Let's say someone grow, grew up a woman with a really emotionally unavailable dad who wasn't really around much and she was having to like fiend for his attention or his love. Maybe he was working all the time or maybe he just wasn't present because of whatever he went through in his childhood. Um, that would feel like pain, but it's also what she would be drawn to. So that same type of woman is going to be the woman who's having like the cheater come through who doesn't want to commit over and over and over again because that's what she imprinted as love and that's the dynamic of love. So therefore, she has to go down into her subconscious and unblock that and she also has to go out and expand to show her subconscious what real love is that she wants, that it's possible. And so what I'm talking about there with expanding, that was another huge component I learned through my process. It was like, Oh, I could call in all of these like big acting jobs. And, you know, I was, I, I mean, I have crazy shit and I share this on the blog all the time of what not to do. They'll be my old list from when I was doing a lot of the spiritual bypass versions of manifestations. And there's one of when I was a waitress and I was a, wait a waitress at a, well, it's a laugh factory. I'll just say it. Mm. <laughs> and, um, I have lists from that time. I was so poor and I was a struggling actress and I was legitimately trying to manifest my house in Malibu, like with a sauna in a pool, yes. 
right? And so a huge component that I learned was like, that can never happen for the person who doesn't believe it's possible. Obviously my worth, my job was a real reflection of my worth at that time. It was a terrible and toxic environment. I was treated so poorly. So were the other girls that I worked with. I didn't make any money, but it's also, if you look back to the imprintation that I grew up with, I didn't really come from a lineage that felt like, especially on my maternal side, that felt like we were worth our passions or that we could make money off of our passions. So I had to do a shit ton of work to reprogram that and a shit ton of expanding. So what I mean by expanding is I believe that we have to show our subconscious, it has to see to believe what's possible for us. Otherwise, we have an imprintation that it can never happen for us. It can happen to that person, but not us because of X, Y, and Z, which is usually low self-worth, which is usually our shadow. And so little by little, I started to notice when I would hang out more with mentors who had the things that I, I wanted or friends who would get the things that I wanted, I started to see that it was possible for me. And therefore, those things had space to come through. So I believe in our subconscious, which is where we manifest from, not our thoughts. So that's very different than what exists out there. I like to always tell people that we just aren't that powerful. Like if we manifested from our thoughts, think of the polarity we think all day long, our world would look like a shit show if we were that powerful. It's our subconscious belief. So when I say that I had to show my subconscious that that was possible, that's what I did in order to expand. So that's a big part of my process that I do with my clients and teaching people. And they'll be like, "Mm, yeah, I have these three expanders on social media. And then I'll be like, okay, when you look at them, what's that little voice that comes up that says, well, they can have it, but I, I can't really have it because of this, you know, and it's all of our weird shadowy programming, whether it's like they're beautiful or they come from money or they have this or whatever the bullshit is. And then I'm like, they're not your perfect expander. You need a closer expander who you relate with. So a lot of my work is taking like the big abstractness down to the smaller micro. Uh, like another huge part of the process is you, I, ha- I encourage people to only manifest from micro the next six to nine months that are truly believable for them. That was such a big thing for me to learn that like, yeah, the waitress at the Laugh Factory wasn't going to get that house in Malibu anytime soon. So there's, there's a lot more that goes into it, but those are like the really big keys is unblocking, expanding. And then the last huge key that really plays into worth is passing tests. So once I figured that out, it kind of completed this process for me and what I wanted would show up without fail over and over and over again. And I see it with clients constantly. And even my community who does unblock to like, will read everything I write about and then do unblock, they're still capable of manifesting. Um, So passing tests is so big. What happens? So I believe again that the universe's only intention for us, in my opinion, is to have us grow into our most whole authentic versions of self. And usually all of us came into the planet like that, but then through societal programming and shame and pain that we all kind of go through, whether it's from media, parental peers, magazines, like it can be from anything, we start to shut those down, that authenticness. It creates holes in our wholeness. And so... I believe you can really play this game a lot quicker with manifestation when you start to really step into that wholeness, that authenticness. And a lot of my work next year is going to be about like how to get closer to your authenticness. 
But so let's say, for instance, you, because this is all about worth, let's say that somebody started to call in a partnership and they've dated a ton of people that were wrong for them. And then they did a lot of the unblocking work to really get rid of that low self-worth that's attracting in those opportunities. And let's say they've gone through and expanded and seen these relationships that really reflect the qualities and the dynamic that they want. They're going to start being tested from the universe. (laughs) Meaning that a an emotionally unavailable person who kind of fits their list is going to come through and they're going to have to be in their power enough and their worth enough to go, yeah, you don't want a commitment. This isn't for me. Even though you have all the bells and whistles, like I can't settle for this again. And then after that, another test will show up because the lower our self-worth, the more tests that will come about. And so once they pass all of those tests and they start to get harder and harder to like realize I always say like the last grand finale is usually a really shiny too good to be true object you know and once they pass that traditionally that's when they'll start to connect with their manifestations and so it's just kind of this formula that's like if you do a b c and d usually e shows up (laughs) so for me it was my and the way my brain works it's just all about categorizing things and so once I was able to distill down like move away from all the spiritual bypass of like not looking at our darkness, not looking at our past and all of those limits and really moving into actually leaning into it, owning it, empowering it, growing it. And then having a formula, like distilling it down, it all became so much quicker and easier. And it takes people time. Like they could listen to all of this right now and they still will be like, what? <laughs> oh, for sure. That's why it's yeah. good to have a guide, totally. an advisor. Yeah. And honestly, with all of that, like through the last two years of my work, I've just noticed that they don't really need me. And like my wait list is so bananas. Like at this point, it's until June of 2018. So it's like, I've really so much of my work this year has been trying to put together things I can put out there where people can just do this independently. So I just finally filmed like the full formula workshop and magnetism that that'll be available. so exciting. Yes. And so if people are doing that and doing the unblocked courses, it's like, watch, watch what starts to happen. You don't have to, you know, come and see me. I love it. Yeah. So your method is amazing and so different. Like you said, from everything else and I've done all the visualizations and see my house in 10 years and my kids and everything. And that's interesting too. And I think that's somewhere in my subconscious. I've also done, um, I was hypnotized for the first time two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I did a past life regression therapy. Who did you do it with? With um, Morgan. Oh no. His name is I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Jer, Jerowen, Jer, something. Um, He's in Eagle Rock, (gasps) closer to you. What came up? Did you share it yet? No. And I'm going to have him on the podcast. He's so cool. But, and I'll I'll talk about it too. Mm. It was interesting. So I was, it's not that I'm skeptical about being hypnotized. I believe in everything. Yeah. But... I wasn't sure if I would let go of the control, let it happen. I just couldn't imagine. So I don't know that I was that hypnotized. I was 
very relaxed Mm -hmm. and very much in my subconscious. Mm -hmm. So I did float all the way back to my childhood and I saw some of that in the house where I grew up and interesting scenes, like really specific scenes from... Yeah, the subconscious always shows you what Yeah, oh my God. Like I saw my parents at um, the dinner table and then me at my little table where I would sit and eat dinner. I didn't even, of course, I haven't thought about this since I was like three. Um, And looking back on it, I started thinking, why was I sitting at a different (laughs) table? And then I'm going back, wait, how long did I do that for? Oh yeah, until I was like nine (laughs) or whatever it was. And- there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. And by the time I later was thinking about it and then saw Jonathan, my boyfriend, and started telling him about it, I started hysterically yeah. bawling my eyes out. Yes. And he's like, why were you sitting at a different table? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. And it's so, so odd. Um, it's just not something I've thought about. And it, I think it just has so much to do with the dynamics in my family and my dad being um, such a neat freak. And I was this kid who was messy and Mm -hmm. I'm still a messy person in some ways. And so different, you know, from what my dad with his previous marriage, my three half siblings, they all kind of had this very militant upbringing and I didn't as much because my mom didn't want that for me. So here I was at a different table and kind (laughs) of watching TV as they're like totally having a separate dinner. And just it dawned on me for the first time in my life that that was my whole childhood. I was sitting at this miniature desk table and then thinking that I was having fun because I was drawing and watching TV and talking to my nanny who would sit on the floor while I was eating and yeah, I mean, I could go on. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but see, like you already just got a glimpse of it, right? Yeah, like, and that was this lifetime. And I was like waiting to see my previous lifetimes where I wanted to go to other planets and be an alien totally, and see totally. these visitations and my dreams that I positive happen. And For sure. But that's what I wanted to see. And here I am in my house where I grew up looking at the tiles underneath my feet. Like that's what they looked like. I haven't seen this house since I was, 12 totally and here's every brick in the wall like as it really was and it's so weird then I tried to tell my parents I was literally in our house today that Mm -hmm. on Wilhagen Park Lane Mm -hmm. it's just the weirdest thing I've ever experienced so yes that was interesting and then I saw two past lives um which were much more hazy Uh that one was just so so vivid the childhood yeah um so being hypnotized (laughs) is so So interesting oh I know and yeah I did even though I kept telling myself even later I was so conscious I remember everything um so my question then for you is what's your method for taking people into their subconscious especially when people have a hard time letting go of control. Yes. So here's the thing. Like I always tell people I've done a lot of different, I've worked with a lot of different hypnotists and I actually work a little bit differently than they do. Um, but all that I, I tell people like the hypnotic state is just the alpha or the theta state. We go into it when we're driving and we're zoned out. Like you are then. And the thing with when you're hypnotized or when you're in hypnosis, which you can do watching TV, literally because your brain is focused and shut down 
therefore you're, you go into the alpha and if you're deeply relaxed, the theta. And all that's happening is your subconscious is coming forward, which you got to witness so clearly that it's very easy to access at that point. And it takes every cue and it'll go right where you need it to go. Usually I do have some clients who things were traumatic or they had to leave their body so much that they've just blocked it out. So over time, those memories start to surface. I'll have some that are like, I literally can't remember anything from childhood. And I'm like, "Mm, that was a defense mechanism. Of course you can't. That's okay. It'll start to unravel just as the trigger hit you when you were at dinner, all of a sudden the emotional, you had the emotional response to it. So mine, like a great version of this, kind of what you experienced is my unblocked reparent right now, which is kind of the foundation for everything. Because unless you go back and address all of that and make that little girl feel super accepted and equal to her parents, because I can already tell you that that's for sure blocking (laughs) certain things in terms of power and worth in your life, 110%. So like in the unblocked reparent, people will go through, they do like a little past life thing. They go through the womb and like everything. And they go through each phase. And there's a write-up at the beginning that kind of tells you, what needed to happen to be healthy for that developmental phase, what the child needed to experience and witness, what needed to happen within parenting for their authentic self to feel uh, accepted, whole, supported, seen. And anywhere that that wasn't happening needs to go be addressed. So in which case, my hypnosis, I just trademark them as deep imaginings because my process is a little bit different. A lot of normal hypnotists that I've worked with, at least, they kind of it's it makes sense with neuroplasticity and neuroscience but it's more suggestive only to the positive so it has you uh not look at any past stuff that much it has you just go straight forward and tell your brain essentially give it the cues the suggestions of what you want it to be instead so reinforcing that not reinforcing the other stuff with my work i don't really do that because with myself, I'm always my first guinea pig. And then I'll guinea pig it out on like five or six clients and have them do it for a long time and I'll get all their feedback. And when I see that it's consistent, that's when I'll finally put it out into the public. And I saw way deeper results with myself and with others pertaining to manifestation when they actually dug into that and they went and dealt with that and they reprogrammed those things and they healed that little version of you and that inner child and grew that worth and that being seen and that that was okay that you're messy and do all that work, which is very specific and the re- the reparenting, the unblocked reparenting. And then they go more towards the suggestive stuff. And with my work as well, it's all about tapping into your magnetism, which all that means is your wholeness and your power. Wholeness and power is just like, if I'm going to say something like vibration, it just means worth. It's like totally empowered and showing up as your authentic self and not settling for anything that doesn't jive with that or reinforce that. So that's a very fucking hard thing to do in modern society because we're conditioned, especially in puritanical societies, which we were kind of founded on, we're so conditioned to do the absolute opposite. People please, I mean, just there's a gamut like of what we're conditioned to do. So for instance, with like that kind of stuff, you would be going down and 
like it's beautiful how you already got to experience how the subconscious right away will give you exactly what it needs to to address with the exact cue that you're giving it. So all of a sudden you can start to tap in really quickly. I have all these processes with people where I'll just bring up one trigger and they'll the subconscious will show them the memory like that or the person where they got it from. And then they'll start to notice that there's patterns. So say that situation of, you know, you're you knew that it was happening because maybe your dad didn't want to deal with chaos and a mess. So your mom tried to like create these two worlds for everyone to be happy. And so she was, people. there's so many dynamics that are happening there. And then what people will start to notice is they've played out that same pattern and dynamic many other times, like with friends in elementary. And then it's happened yada, yada. And it still will happen with like the popular girls today or the thing will trigger with a guy who's militant will show up in their lives. We continue to manifest these dynamics over and over and over again until we readdress and heal that little person and then reinforce that that person's worth more in the opposite. So it's a lot of that work. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just blown away. Yes. So unblocked reparenting, is that something people can just sign up for on your site? Totally. Anytime. Yes. Because you've already created it. Yes. And so what I noticed, like what helped that all come about is... I'm not the type of person who likes to work with people like every two weeks or once a month or whatever. I'm the type You're of person. You're preaching to the choir. Right? Like, it's, no structure, please. No. Well, yeah, that and also everyone's different. And my whole objective is to get people to be on their own and independent because they can do this all themselves. Yes, some people need guidance for sure. Like the times where I'm uh, more of a gift to them or someone to work with is when they're navigating tests and lessons or they're really having trouble finding their blocks. Otherwise, if they just go and do the formula, which launches in early January, that workshop to learn literally the whole formula, and then they go and do the unblocked courses, they can do this all on their own. Like they don't really need me unless it's starting to be like, ah, I still have trouble. Like my worth is low and I can't tell if this thing is a test that's showing up because I'm really pretty rough on clients about that, especially women dating. I'll be like, he's a test. He's got to go. And they're like, but, but this, and I'm like, nope, got to go. He's a t-. like, Good. so yeah, that's like, people need that. Yeah. So many <laughs> honesty, the, the honesty and like the backup of strength, because yeah. we're really taught and programmed in society to take what we can get, whether we're conscious of it or not. That is just a worth situation where we're taught like, if we don't take this, we probably won't get anything better. So, and that can be applicable to jobs instead of following your passion. That can be applicable to relationships. It can be applicable to uh, anything, money, buying a car. Like it's so, it can be applicable to your relationship with yourself, you know? So, so much of this work is like, if you only just step into your power, listen to your authenticness and don't settle for anything less while looking to see what people that you admire around you are already accomplishing that you want, you can pretty much manifest whatever you want. So powerful. Yeah. So what are some of the things in your life that you've manifested? Oh my gosh, everything. Other than everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like your relationship for one. So what's so fascinating was last year at this time, holiday season, I got really, really depressed, incredibly apathetic because I realized that I had manifested everything I wanted three years prior to it. Everything. And so if I look back at my old list, like the house that I was calling in is the exact 
house my fiance already bought. Like my fiance to the T is my list. Everything that was happening within my career was already happening. Money far, (laughs) I far surpassed what I wanted in money. Mm -hmm. So all, and I'm actually feeling that again this season. And so it can be like the littlest thing to a ring, a vintage ring I was thinking of, to um, a healer I needed for my endocrine system, to something huge and material. It's endless. I use it for everything in my life. But what's super interesting, because I come from so much stuff in childhood, and a lot of it's like the poor Irish struggle, and so much of my I'm such an optimistic person that so much of my like happiness was wrapped up in like being ambitious and achieving more. That was just always my thing. So once I sort of had manifested literally everything and then things I would think of like to just a tiny little thought would start to come through, I kind of hit this lull where I was like, what's the point? Like what I have it all. And it's something I I never thought in my lifetime I would ever truly feel because I've struggled so much. Like I didn't even know that was possible to have that. But it had me start to reframe and look at things so differently where it wasn't about anything material or external. It started to become about like, how can I just totally start to step into my true authenticity all the way? Like down to showing up in public when I, cause I'm such a people pleaser, like when I'm unhappy and just being cool with that and vulnerable, like a huge part of my process for a year and it's ongoing. And I think it will be for life was starting to learn how to open my heart and soften it. And I know that that's, it was so abstract to me. That was just a concept because I was so closed off from going through a lot and not being able to trust a lot of people that more of now what brings me a lot of joy is just how do I integrate deeper? How do I integrate deeper? Oh my God, I know like all the other shit will show up, which that was my journey for a long time. It was calling in material things. And if that's where people are at, um, it's beautiful. That's a beautiful place to be. But it was also really incredible to reach a point where I was like, yeah, no, all I'm asking for now is like how to go deeper in true, true, true authenticity and integration. That's amazing because it seems like the process really evolves with what you manifest because of the way that you grew up and what your desires are. And then once you receive that, it just goes so much deeper, it seems. Absolutely. And I, you know, like, It's really beautiful for me. I guess I'm just going to be hitting on the head of what I just talked about again, but... I think a lot of people go down the path of manifestation to start to tap, start to tap into how do I manifest things on the material plane, meaning like what we quote unquote cars, money, jobs, like all the things, relationships. And so it was really beautiful to go through all of that. And now, and I think a lot of people actually who do work in the manifestation zone reach this place where it's like, oh, now it's much more about my relationship with myself on a far deeper subconscious level and conscious level. And that's really beautiful. So I guess the only thing I want to say to anyone listening is like that, like it's beautiful to be at either places. It's awesome. And it just means that you're alive and in the human experience and in this body, you're working out your karma and just integrating. And that's so fabulous. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. All right, just a brief interruption from this episode. We'll talk about our sponsor, Thrive Market. So if you go to thrivemarket.com slash blonde, 
And then you click through saying, get started. You'll go to my special shop page on Thrive Market, which I feel so special to have. Special, special. I keep using that word, but it's true. Where you'll see a bunch of my favorites on Thrive from Thrive Market brand, organic cacao powder to artisana, organic raw pecan butter with cashews to my Ayurvedic tongue scraper which seems to be doing really well with you guys because I keep getting Instagram stories and Snapchats of you guys ordering the Ayurvedic tongue scraper. I also have other Ayurvedic products on there like castor oil. And that's what I like to do. Um, Castor oil, abhyanga massage on my stomach with, which is really good for reproductive health and uterine health and all that good stuff. Um, Before I get too far into telling you about all my favorites on Thrive, let's just talk for a second about using the code BLONDE or rather going to the link thrivemarket.com slash blonde to get 25% off of your first order with Thrive, free shipping and a free 30-day trial on Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is an online marketplace to shop everything you could ever want from non-GMO foods to snacks and beauty supplies and cat food and baby food and non-toxic home products, which you'll also find on my shop page, some of my favorite non-toxic home products. Um, You can get pretty much everything you need, which can keep you away from the grocery store. And it will also keep you from spending too much money out and about because Thrive, since they go straight to each brand rather than speaking through a middleman or anything like that. So amazing brands that you might find on the shelves at Erewhon or something, um... For a lot of money, uh, you can find on Thrive for a lot less. For instance, Sun Potion Organic Chlorella, which I love, you can get for like $35 at the most on Thrive. Um, At Erewhon, it's probably like $60. And it's like super high quality dietary supplement, freshwater algae, something that in many stores would be pretty expensive, which would keep a lot of people from buying It's a lot less on Thrive, which is exciting. Siete Foods has all their products on there. Tortillas, salt-free tortilla chips. Eating Evolved has their chocolate on there. Um, It's all amazing. So head to thrivemarket.com slash plot to shop. And let me know what you think. Tag me in your stories and enjoy. So a question that I ask everyone who comes on this podcast is if you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Yellow. I don't know why, but, and it's funny too, because I do kind of have a little tiny gift where I can sort of see, especially in meditation, I can see people's color or I can sort of see their, some, like before clients come for a session, for instance, or if I'm about to hop on Skype, I'll tune into them a little bit and I can kind of see what their dominant color is for the day. Wow. Yeah. What they're bringing. That was something that I didn't even know until like two years ago. And I was like, whoa, I keep seeing this, but it's different for everyone. And I'm not skilled at it like when I'm not in a meditative state, you know, but what for me, a lot of the times I can see different colors, but yellow feels like when I see that in the world, yellow feels like something that 
I feel a lot. It's yeah. yellow. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, Only I'm like sure an aura it is. reader would be. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aura photography. Yes. Which wow. I know there's so many colors around yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's so cool. Yeah. I feel very connected to yellow, too. You do as well? Yeah. This Interesting. Year, um, I did this yoga class and guided meditation with Sophie on yes. the new year of uh, this year. So yeah. 2017. And she had us pick a color and for the year, uh, uh, I picked yellow. <gasps> and at the event, after we did this whole, like, write out your year, all this stuff, um, Jonathan was there, but we weren't dating yet. We were friends. And I said, what color did you choose? And he said, yellow. And I was wow. like, oh, my God, it's, it's fate. And then 30 seconds later, he was like, um, we should spend more time together. We should date. And we have been ever since. So wow. yellow is like hugely important now to us. Oh, I because love that. yeah, it was just this color that we both chose and it's so bright and, and symbolic. Sunshiny. Yeah. Exactly. It's like French. There's You're so right. many dynamics. Exactly. To it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, that's such a beautiful story for you guys. Yeah, isn't that? I know, and that's like the shortest version, but it's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite story. Cause I love that. Yeah. Of all the colors. My and then, fiance and I were meditating once together very, very early on. And he is far more like empath than he lets on to. And while we were sitting there, all of a sudden I felt like my whole right side of my body just felt very pink. It was I was really tapped into what color was there. And when we got out of the meditation, he was like, you had a huge thing of pink right here. Yeah, it's crazy. What? Yeah, isn't that powerful? Yeah. So, so you, guys you guys are so connected. That. Yeah. yeah. That's so special. Oh, wow. So you can see people's colors from time to time. Yeah. What other intuitive gifts do you have? So my main one, it took me a long time to figure this out. And it was actually one of my naturopaths who gave me the terminology. And I was like, that's it. That's, I could never put it into words. That's what I can do. And it's claircognizance. So do you, are you familiar with that? Which I had no idea that there was a term for it because my mom is hyper, hyper talented. Like she's a full-blown medium. She's an incredible clairvoyant, like all the things. And she's like drinks, so it's a problem. Otherwise she would be far more tapped in, but she's always a person that I'll consult with a lot of stuff and she can call out anything. So, you know, for me, I just, I feel one of like the other weird things and then I'll get into like my main gift, but I can always feel when people are thinking about me or talking about me and it'll come through, like they'll pop into my mind and I'll get a feeling in my stomach and I'll smell them, which is so bizarre. And I don't know what so the terminology is for yeah. that. And I don't know what, I can tell if it's happy or bad always, but I'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that ex-boyfriend from three years ago, he's totally tuned into me right now. That's weird. He's thinking of me. Isn't it bizarre? Yeah, my mom crazy. has it like beyond, like it'll come wow. up in her dreams. It's wild. Oh my God. But my main one is, is the clear cognizance. So that's how I actually started to figure out this work so well is if I sit down with somebody and I go through kind of the trajectory of their past and then I put them under and I take them all over the place, their blocks will download into me. Even the stuff they're not seeing, I'll be like, that's it, that's it, that's it. And they won't really have connected the dots yet, but I'll be like, I can just, I, it's not like a seeing the future. It's not a smell, it's nothing. It's I just know, I know, I know, I know. And it'll be out in public because I just, it happens mostly with energetics. So 
it helped me discover this process because I'm like, when this happens, this energy follows always. I can kind of tell, I don't know, the dynamics of energy or the way I see them, but it's just by the download and knowing. So if I'm just out with someone and they don't know what I do and we're just talking, uh, or Sophie's like a great example, for instance, she had been through so much in her past. And then, you know, as soon as I knew some of the recent stuff she's been into, cause she has been manifesting so much, I'll be like, this is like, when this happened, you unblock that. And all of a sudden you stepped into your masculine and that's why it's all coming through or somebody will be talking to me. I just know right away what the thing is that will like unblock, unlock, and things will start to connect. Or if you do this, this will show up. That's such an amazing gift, especially <laughs> with the work that you do. Yeah. I mean, it it's definitely perfect. helped me do all this. Yeah. 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 I think the Claire Cognizance thing is so interesting because I think people can go through their whole lives not knowing that they have that gift because yeah. it can be so subtle. subtle. And then once you realize, you, it's kind of like, oh my God, this just knowing that I've had for so long is not just my imagination or this randomness. It's, it's something you can rely yeah, on. Something that you can rely on and that Absolutely. you can use for such positive good in people's totally. lives. And I believe that everybody has capabilities, so everyone. Too. And we're just in such a society that doesn't foster them at all, yeah. especially your intuition. And nothing is like, hey, listen to yourself and go make choices from that at all in our society. Sure. There's so much structure around. If you do A, B, C, and D, then you'll get the world's love. So if you go to college and you do this and you major in that or you're a doctor or you're this or whatever, whatever the programming was they received. But if a lot more of that was lifted and we parented allowing the kids to show us their gifts and their authenticness and then giving them the tools they need to support that and guide that, people would be so tapped in. It's cr And I think everybody yeah. has that. I think so too. The first time someone ever told me that like, what all of that is could be a gift was my therapist. Awesome. When That's an amazing therapist. I know. Yeah. yeah. And he had been my therapist for years, but he became a lot more holistic as I moved to New York and then I came back and I saw him when I got back. And he, the first thing he said to me was, you're a highly sensitive person. Yeah. Read this book. And I'm sorry, I didn't know that you were a highly sensitive person before, but then he had done all this research and learned so much in the years that I had not seen him, just a couple of years. And um, he said, see this Ayurvedic practitioner and wow. do the whole nutrition thing with Ayurveda and it see what happens. You're a highly sensitive person. And in ancient cultures and in other countries, you would be a healer, yeah. the tribal healer. And when he first said that, of course, I was so happy because yeah. that sounds so cool. But it's then I later, yeah, was starting to uncover what he really means is being a highly sensitive person in our society. It's so hard. It's so incredibly hard. And I'm yet and, to meet one that doesn't have any right. issues. Oh, yeah. And realizing if I had been born into a community and you too, that fosters being a healer and we were the medicine people, our lives would be so different. So different. And here we are trying to function in Los, Los Angeles, Angeles. Oh my with God. blogs and podcasts and um, 
relationships with people, friendships, business, media. everything, media that truly just just Untap may or you. may not completely understand any yeah. of this. Um, it's so interesting. Isn't it and wild? Yeah. From the time he told me that to now has been a little more than three years and I'm only just starting to realize what he was even talking about and what he meant because isn't it there's why so it's much coming there. through mm-hmm. and I'm yet to meet and you have them all in your top but Libra every Libra I know is so incredibly psychic I'm yet mm-hmm. to meet when my mom's a Libra mm, when's her birthday hers is the 10th 10 oh 10 my God, I'm yeah. 10 11 no way yeah oh you guys are great yeah that's so cool and then cancers are obviously the healers mm-hmm. for your moon and then Aquarians I'm yet to meet anyone with those that aren't really empathic. Right. It's just good luck. (laughs) I know. I know. Because then the question is like what to do with all of that. I know. Like I love what you've, what you've created and what you do because it's kind of, it's its own path. Mm -hmm. You've forged your own, almost created a career. Yeah. And that's, sort of with this podcast, what I encourage people to do yeah. to live that soul on fire life. You can blend your interests and your passions and be abundant and do what you love and not have to work yourself into the ground. You can have everything. Totally. But it's kind of getting to that point that yeah. I think people need the most Support guidance, there. unblocked yeah. everything to get there. And honestly, like one of the biggest ways and it's always an unraveling but one of the biggest things that has helped me arrive you know more and quicker has been unlocking things and like deprogramming Mm -hmm. the deprogramming's allowed me to start to tap into who is authentically me because I think like anytime we're stepping more into our own authentic nature path or feelings we tap into it so quickly, so easily. It's a channel that just comes through that I'm so glad that you're a voice that's putting that into the world and empowering people that way because it, it really is possible for anyone who desires it. Yeah, it is possible. It's just getting to that point, I think, for so many of us. And then I think for me, what I've probably learned the most in terms of like, who is my authentic self is starting to say no. It's so And important. I know that you had an unblocked on that. Yeah. Um, I know that from Luke's podcast yes. or when you talked about it on the podcast. And I think that's so powerful because saying no is for a people pleaser, which is most of us, the hardest thing to do. Totally. And we're also questioning, should we be saying no? Was that a good opportunity? Blah, blah. Totally. Saying no all of the time and not having to feel like I'm a mean person or, you know, um, intolerant person, et cetera. Yes. Mm -hmm, Has been so powerful. You know, I was listening yesterday as I was driving uh, to Tim Ferriss, just this will be older when this comes out, but he had put out um, a a small episode of How to Say No. And one of the, it was three rejection letters he received that were so eloquently written. Mm. And one thing that one of the people or one of his mentors said to him, if it's not a hell yes, it's always a no, like no matter what. And I was like, damn it, I still say like, Mm -hmm. yes to not hell yeses. It's such a, it's a journey for me. But also I encourage people to check it out because they were three really good rejection letters and they all, they shared similar qualities. A, 
what a great opportunity this would be. And I know it's going to be successful. Be, I just have too much on my plate right now. And my to-do list is building up. See, right now, everything's pretty much a hard no for me. And it's not just you, it's everything. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a really great formatting for people who have a hard time, whether it's in relationship dynamics or it's opportunities or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. That's so nice to have yeah. on hand. That sounds kind of like what I try to formulate to people with <sighs> less probably eloquence because I'm usually, if I'm saying no and I'm responding and doing all of that, it's probably from a very heightened state of anxiety. Yeah. And I wish I could do this. This sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. Yeah. I wish I could be a part of it. Maybe one day. Um, not now. And this is no, why. That's kind of like the letters. That's pretty much right, it. Right, right. Yeah. And it's authentic and yep. it's genuine. And I hate saying no because I, I too, am constantly in the position of contacting people who inspire me and who I admire and asking them to come on the podcast or doing anything. And so I know exactly how it feels every day to yeah. put yourself out there. So I hate to say no, yeah. but we have to. Have to. And like with my endocrine stuff, and I'm sure you feel this with all of your airiness, but I just, I burn out so easily that mm -hmm. if I don't say no to every, like it's nothing to do with the other people at this point. It's to yeah. do with me just having energy throughout the full day. Yes. It's so hard. I'm with you. The Ugh. crash and the burn is so real. Yeah. And I can push my, I had a day last week where I just decided, and I have these days all the time, like I'm just going to push myself and I'm going to do everything that I was planning on doing, that I said <sighs> yes to, all the events that I was invited to. So I took a flight from Arizona to LA oh. at uh, 7 a.m. So I woke up at 4.30. Oh my God. Took the flight, went drove directly to an event. While I was there, decided I'm not going to go to this next event that I had planned on going to because there's no way. Like the only thing that my body wants to do is go home and, and relax yeah. and rest. And I can probably be productive and get some stuff done, but from bed. So at the event, talking to other friends who were there, they were going to this next event. So I thought, okay, I'll just do it too. I'll do it too, whatever. This is like college so, or something. Oh my, right? Which was not a good time for me for all these reasons. <laughs> and um so I did that while I was there. I mean, everything started shutting down. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I recovered. Like now it's days. been a full week yeah. and I'm just starting to recover. Yeah. And that was just one day. Crazy day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's just not, I'm just not built for that. And some people are. And kind of like we were talking about before we started recording, I see other people who are built for that kind of a thing. As we were talking about Luke Story, who's mm -hmm. been on this podcast and I love him. And he goes to New York and does these back-to-back -back interviews, three or four yeah. a day. So I'm scheduling my New York trip. Like I can do three interviews a day and <laughs> oh, they already know. Die. Horrible idea, uh, Jordan. You're, you're not <laughs> meant for that. And what I want to do in New York is wake up walk to coffee yeah. or tea, go to <laughs> yoga, uh, maybe do one interview, hang out with my friends in New York and go to bed. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. The last time I was in New York, I had so many engagements and like, I just send an apology right now to anybody who might be listening that I had an engagement with because I like, I'll get sick if it happens. And mm -hmm. so I just have to be like, I'm so sorry, guys. I can't. I, it's so... I know what it feels like, though, because 
I, I'm assuming you can relate just based on your chart, but we're so heady and our hearts so big and we're already probably pretty like Vata go-getter that we just want to do it all mentally, mm -hmm. but there's nothing. Do you, you say that you feel like you're from another planet as well? Me too. Yes. I've always been told like I'm a star being, I'm a me yada too? yada. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think in my mind and trust me, I've done like a lot of Kundalini and stuff like that. I don't think my nervous system like can handle this planet that much. This is like when I get into like really out there shit with my oh, friends. Oh, this is an out here oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the person who will be on the week before you is Wendy Kennedy. She's a oh. Pleiadian channeler. Oh, great. And I don't, I want to know yeah, more about her. We dove deep into that because I wow. was asking her these questions. Mm. Like if we feel like we are from a star system. Yeah. How do we function? Here? Totally. So, what did she say? Um, I think I kind of blacked out. I'm excited to listen to the episode. <laughs> That's what happens to me a lot. I do too. Um, she had an interesting perspective, which was very much like we are all from everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. okay, cool. We are not just from one star system or one planet. And me being the, I'm trying to like gather the information. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I just want to talk to like the star system where I'm from. And like, I feel like they're trying to contact me and yeah. how do I do that and live in harmony in both places or whatever it is. And her answer and a lot of people's answers who I've asked questions about this is at some point our souls have existed there and here I and other in planets and in the forest and maybe we're yeah. in all places at once. Yep. 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 So Parallel I think it's just, yeah, like listening to what we feel is true, which is, um, this planet is really harsh and we have to really take care of ourselves. Totally. And the frequency on it right now, I just mm -hmm. believe is so extra and you know, who just like to bring it back down to my Vedic meditation teacher, Jack, from the broad place, she has a really great saying too. She was like, the stimulation that we endure in one day here on this planet was something that people would have gotten through their full lifetime. It went back oh, like 200 years ago. So our nervous system's just like, it's so, and especially if you're already an airy person who's just leaving your body and can't be that grounded. I also think, I believe like the more conscious we become, the way more sensitive we become. And therefore it's just hard to stay on the earth and our nervous system to ground into it. And trust me, I tr I've tried. Like, so yeah. I'm like all the things, all the visualizations, totally. like earthing, the Kundalini, the yada, yada. And still there's actually my facialist, um, Sadie Adams, who, have you ever met her? No. She's out of Venice and she she's like the microcurrent facialist to like all the Victoria's Secret oh, models. Oh yeah, well your stuff. skin is amazing. Thank you. I would like to see Years her. Close. look at <laughs> She's wonderful. And we actually were just having this conversation, but she does a lot of teachings as well. And her, and I, I'm actually going there for a meditation tonight, but it's a lot about like allowing all that past karma from all those, because she believes we're from all mm -hmm. sorts of different things. We have all different aspects and we talk about parallel universes and things like that all the time. And um, she, a lot of her process is like allowing your karma to show up and be here now, but detaching from it. She believes... I mean, she's so intelligent that it like, like I would be really reducing her message by paraphrasing this, but essentially, for instance, for me, it's really, really, really hard to watch 
uh, activating things on TV. I'm so hypersensitive that like one thing we're watching right now is Alias Grace and there's like rape and this and that and all these things. And I'm like, <laughs> and I can't go to sleep yeah. for hours and I have nightmares. I'm so, so sensitive. And like her perspective is that that's karma that we've endured in different lifetimes. And there's a part of us that doesn't want to like look at it or be a part of it because it's still, it's like shadowy. And so if we can just sit with it and watch it and accept that that's something we've been through and then detach and know that it has nothing to do with where we are right now, that we can integrate deeper. And to me, that's been like one of the most grounding solutions I've heard of so far of like basically being present with everything and knowing that it's a part of us, but also fully detaching from, and like her and I are like, this is a holographic universe. I mean, Mm -hmm. we get into it, you know? Oh yeah. But that's been one of the things that have actually helped me ground a lot more than like these practices. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a cell and I block for five hours (laughs) and watch me not come back into my body. Totally. Like forget it. I'm with you. That's, that's some of the greatest advice I've heard and also received from this shaman who is very celestial. Mm. And she's the first person who looked at me and said, you're not from this planet. You're very celestial. And she always says, yes, we're there and we've been there and our souls are all over the place, but we're here and we came here for a reason. And so live this life and don't be so preoccupied with everything else. And that helps me. Um, I bet, especially if you feel like you're making communication. For sure. It's so hard. For sure. For you. Yeah. Luckily, nobody's been contacting me. That would be a whole nother fucking layer I'd have to do. It's been a while, actually. And I don't know if I just like turned myself off to it, which I didn't do on purpose. But um, yeah, I used to be like every single night in the middle of the night. And that was exhausting. I bet. Oh my God. And your sleep cycles. So I would be sleeping and then I would think I was asleep all night. Things were happening. And the exhaustion was crazy. I can't imagine. Which of course caused adrenal fatigue even further. Yep. I mean, that's why I'm like counting on this trip to the jungle right now because I've just been planning my whole year around it. So, oh. Hopefully by the time you guys hear this, there was such a happy ending. Right. Yeah. Please, please. I know it's, there could be worse problems to have, no, but, but it's I concerning I, me right No matter, now. like pain and all of that's subjective. And I yeah. do understand this is where I can get pretty Aquarius and airy. And I look, I've been through a lot of shit and I was really poor. And I've been through a lot of things where I feel like I'm not just the white privileged chick saying this, you know, and I have a great article on this called Labels on the blog that I really Ooh, address I this. That. But uh, I believe like all, if we're getting into holographic universes and all that stuff, like I don't care anything that stimulates you and activates you for like pain or not feeling good. It's just as relative, not to say it's as relative as someone going through insane pain, but pain's subjective. Like, if that's I what's think going so on too. for you right now, it's what's going on for you right now. I need to read that article. Yeah. That's that's a topic <laughs> I've considered writing a book about. And you, I'm sure, would like to do that too and could do that very well. Because well, I've like, always thought that. I get a lot of, you know, and I don't know why I was put in this body this time around having this message because most people in the spiritual realm, you know, do tend to appear like white and privileged and all of that stuff. I really wish that wasn't the case, you know, but like a huge message I have for everyone, anyone can, like, I, I don't want pushback. Anybody can manifest. I don't care what 
you come from, where in the world you come from. Like, I was raised by an Iranian man, two cowboys. I grew up on all the wrong sides of the tracks a lot of the time with a single mom that was an alcoholic. I was poor. Like, every one of my friends. (laughs) I had every, like, different ethnicity of a friend. I, like... I get it, but I, you know, I've visited many third world countries and I believe anybody can, can achieve and manifest. I don't believe, like, I guess I encourage people to not play into any labels. Like, don't play into being a feminist. Don't play into, and uh, trust me, I'm like for all genders, for all sexualities. I'm like the full blown real deal, but I don't identify as a feminist. I believe men need just as much healing. And I'm talking about like the hardcore post-feminism where the future is female and stuff like that. Mm. But also, like, don't don't play into the privilege. Don't play into the... And this is a really controversial topic. But it's like, that's only furthering a divide in what you think is possible for you. And I don't believe the world is just. I believe the world is massively unjust and massively unconscious or unjust and unconscious. So I, I respect everybody from where they're coming from. But I also encourage people like don't let that have to be your story you really can do whatever you want yeah I love that I'm very much of the label free life also especially after being a vegan and everything that 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 means for people totally. uh, didn't mean all that for me but yeah. I still use the label and then I yeah. really experienced the, the pushbacks yeah. of well pushback I made myself very sick because I was attached to that label and I refused to let it go. It was my whole life. It was the name of my brand. It was the way everybody knew me. It was the way my, everyone in my life knew me. Wow. And I had to let go of it because I was very sick. And for years and years and years, I've been dealing with the health problems and YouTube videos of people wanting to kill me because I was that label and then I wasn't anymore and all because of a label Uh, and it's just nuts it's nuts and that's what like well all that energy right there Guru Jagat says this really well I respect so much of her teachings and I admire her immensely I love her I mean just such a with it woman and I love that she says, and I'm totally paraphrasing, but you cannot fight one thing with the exact same thing that created it, right? You, again, like, you can't fight the patriarch with, like, aggressive feminism. Mm-hmm. You can't fight, like, you will never find the balance. Both are in need of healing. We encompass both dualities in every, we, we are, like, the tree. We are the, right. the planet. We are, we're just a parasite on the planet. Like, if you really start to expand your horizon and really get up and see things from above it's like god if you could just get out of your box in so many ways the real work could start to get done if we could stop with these like and i don't i don't want to offend people with this because there is there are real changes being made on the planet that need to happen but i do believe that the the scope needs to get so much wider so much wider before like the real big shifts can start mm-hmm. to happen yes so I'm sorry that that happened and at the end of the day it's like I feel sad for those people that are really stuck in in those yeah. programs those boxes those things that aren't even reality anyway they sucks. need to get unblocked that's like a micro scratch of the start seriously (laughs) I know I've gotten to the place too where instead of feeling pain 
because of what they say and yeah. all of that. I just feel sympathy for them yeah, because, yeah. oops, their life is one of a lot of judgment and hate. And and just like at the end of the day, we all have that too. They're just, yeah. we're all just the same. You know, like when I look at people who have called out things on me and I just like, I love the sh- their shadow. I'm like, right, dude, I've done that too. Like I'm you, you are me. I get you. And exactly. I send you like, I send you all the healing you need and I send myself all the healing I need because I don't have it figured out either. Mm. And and yeah, that's I'm glad that you've arrived out of that space where it's it's triggering you anymore. Because at the end of the day, what we don't own owns us, right? So the yes. only thing it can trigger are the things in ourselves that we haven't integrated yet. I love that phrase. Yeah. Wow. I'm already thinking, is that going to be the title of this episode? Is it going to be like a quote that we make from this episode? Because that's amazing. It is so true. Also, look at Hudson right now. Hudson really knows where it's at because he's always in the sun. I know. He loves the sun and he knows it's going down soon. Oh, Hudson. They're so He's such an angel. He just looks so perfect right now. Do you feel like he's incarnated a lot? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, oh, he's yes. an old soul. So actually, something that I that I had seen in my past life regression and probably the most powerful thing that I saw other than my childhood of this life was um, a previous life where I had a son. Are you okay? And his soul came back as Hudson's soul. Oh yeah, that happens and, all the time. Right. Um, and I knew that we had been connected in previous lifetimes. Hudson was starting to get annoyed with me because I so many times through intuitives and all sorts of people would ask Hudson, have we known each other in previous life? Like, and get he, with it. after like the fourth time, he said, I'm not answering that question anymore. Wow. You've asked me so many times. Wow. The answer is obviously yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, so once I saw him as my son and in that lifetime, I saw that I had died young and Mm. promised my son we would be together again. And then when I rescued Hudson, it was very serendipitous in so many ways, but I wasn't planning on getting an animal. I'd never had an animal in my whole entire life and stood up out of the blue in a restaurant here in Brentwood where I was having lunch with my friend and said, I have to drive to an animal shelter. Oh yeah, you got, you got Do you got want the ping. to come with she me? He was pinging you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she came with me and we drove to, I just searched animal shelter, drove to the closest one in West LA, right behind Equinox and walked in and there were two kittens, lots and lots of cats, but I've two kittens and one got adopted before it was my turn. And I walked into the room and he was the only kitten. And they said he was brought here two hours ago. Wow. And yeah, he was pinging That you. was the first day that he was old enough to not be bottle fed. So he was brought there. And, wow. and immediately I said, this is my cat. And they said, are you sure? You know, kittens are a lot of work. Take a look at all the other cats. There's lots of really friendly young cats here who aren't so little because mm-hmm. he had like some health problems. He was so tiny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, he's mine. And I also don't want to let go of him even to fill out the paperwork because I'm like that connected to him. Wow. So yeah, I, like, it was That's crazy. how it rolled. Like yeah. if people could just do that always they would manifest anything they want that's it then I started thinking of course like what the hell just happened and I came home with a cat and 
now I see those little things happen all the time see, when you listen. Yeah. yeah. The ping, I call them pings. Yeah. They cut their downloads. They yeah. hit you. And if you say yes to those, like people are always like, how should I start my business? How should I do this? What should this be? And yada, yada. And it's probably really annoying for them to hear this, but I'm like, follow your pings. And what those are, they're little intuitive downloads that everybody gets. The more deprogramming you do, the more unblocking you do, the louder they become. And if you start saying yes to them, that is the universe divinely communicating with you. Or in that case, it was Hudson divinely communicating with you. Your antennas were up, you received, you got up and you followed and you did. Even if you don't have it mapped out, like you didn't know what shelter or, but that was your ping that you knew all you had to do was listen and engage. And when I've had like, that is when you start to meet your manifestations Mm because you're listening period. And it's a hard thing to teach that if people are really out of touch with their intuition, just meaning that they've been programmed their whole lives to not listen to themselves, to do another trajectory that society wants for them to be happy. All you have to do is start deprogramming that And what I mean by deprogramming is unblocking what wasn't serving you, what's not your authenticity, starting to tap in more of that. You will get a lot more of those coming through and they are your roadmap to success. So like even with my company and stuff like that, people will be like, whoa, you've really blown up in like the last year or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just follow. I'm a doing a shit ton of unblocking, like a lot of the stuff where I didn't want to be seen or show up that was preventing stuff from coming through has really moved away. And B, I've started honoring every single ping where I got really lazy about it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I'm like, if you just, for me, unblocked was a download for me, like everything I do on Instagram, everything, it's just a download. It comes through like right in the moment. Like I share testimonies, testimonials on Instagram. And I had received one from one of my clients in Paris and it was a, a greater divine voice that was like, you need to share this with the world so people can start to see that this is possible for them sharing testimonials. So that was the start of it. It was a ping Mm -hmm. and I go and I say yes. And like, if people just start doing that and then you want to throw on like extra layers of expanding, seeing to believe and saying no to what isn't right, watch just like manifest, 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 watch. So I'm glad that you, Oh yeah, he would have found another way to connect with you. I always say two pings don't go away. They just keep coming back in different ways. For sure. Cause I do think I get those, those moments of what if I didn't listen? And then that's a whole panic in itself, which I've always had that part of my personality. Like what if this didn't happen? What would be happening now? And I would freak out. Um, Never have to worry no, about But no, I mean, that. I don't have to worry because he's yeah. here. I'm Instagram storing you while you're oh, talking. Oh yeah, do it. <laughs> so we, I'm so glad that we were able to just like keep chatting and have such a fun conversation. Oh. And I have to, you have to come back on. I would love to. Yes, there's so much more to talk about. And I feel like we should just do so many things together. Oh my gosh. And, and talk we'll way more York. about the esoteric yeah. stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. And people probably love listening to that because it's like, oh yes, they just see the same stuff over this and over. This very special community of people. Yes. They're very, very, very open. <laughs> I'm so grateful. And loyal. And we love you guys. Everybody listening, you guys are the best. And Thank where you, you can find Lacey is from freeandnative.com or on Instagram at freeandnative. Yeah, that's easy. And you can book her for a session. So now that I've learned we couldn't do one on recording because I would be hypnotized, I need to <laughs> You're gonna do one with you too. and I can't wait. So yes. thank you so much for being here. You're oh, amazing. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful. It was such a good conversation. It was so fun. Yeah. 
Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode with Lacey Phillips. And I'm so grateful that she's offering the code blonde to all of us amazing, you guys, amazing listeners to Soul on Fire. Head to freeandnative.com, use the code blonde, get a discount on any of her offerings and workshops. She will rock your world. I love everything she's introduced into my life. I love that her process is rooted in neuroscience and it's just really approachable and it makes sense and it has helped a lot of my friends and myself and she's just a very very cool amazing person she's a projector when it comes to human design and I think you can tell by her healing profession that she's gone into that she's a projector she's a non-energy being and I resonate with that so much being a reflector so I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode Thanks also to Four Sigmatic for sponsoring. Use the code BLONDE at checkout. And if you want to connect with me during my digital detox, you can email me, jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. You can come hang out with me on Facebook, Soul on Fire Podcast Tribe, or the High Vibe Chronic Lyme and Chronic Illness Tribe on Facebook. I might be back on Instagram by now. I'm not sure. I'm recording this ahead of time, so we'll see. And I will be blogging on my actual blog, thebalancedblonde.com. So you can also hang out with me there. Thank you guys for supporting the show. If you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, you can do so on iTunes and I would be eternally grateful. And if you do, just send me a screenshot and I will send you a gift and thank you personally. I hope you have a soul on fire day and I'm sending all my love.